Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Chapter seven, fulfillment and delivery. So you've done the work and you've landed your client. Woohoo! Now, how do you make sure that you give them the very best fulfillment process. Fulfillment is when you actually are delivering to them your services and they are working with you. Do not mess up here. Every phase of the sales cycle is essential, but messing up this stage will put you out of business faster than any other stage. When I focused on real estate, I rarely discounted my commissions and I even charged a higher commission than the normal going rate. Did my clients squawk about the higher commissions? Sometimes, but most often they could see how much more value I provided compared to the average agent. I basically set a new standard of what it means to be a realtor in our area through the marketing I did for every property and the customer service experience I provided. Result, my clients were happier, and I sold their homes quicker and for more money than other agents could have gotten them. For my coaching and training, I charge a pretty high fee. Do my training and coaching clients complain? Nope, because they can see in every step of their interactions with me and my staff that they are being taken care of and given valuable training that will truly make a difference in their lives and business. We make sure they get the result they come in for. We don't just throw a bunch of information at them and call it good. We really care and they succeed, and it shows in everything that we do. We continue to give more support and value at every phase of their journey. We do things to show them that we care. I send gifts throughout their interaction with me, making sure they know they weren't just important prior to becoming a client. They are still very important. For example, we do live events called summits. My students come to my personal home office from around the country and we treat them like kings and queens. My whole team shows up for the summit and bonds with them. We feed them incredible food and give them more gifts. They get one-on-one interaction with me and my team and we make sure that they know they are family to us. We are there to truly serve them. People come to me because they recognize the difference between what I'm doing and what others do. Clients deserve that. They should expect it, and they get it from me. They see the value in what I do, and your client should see the value in what you do. As a professional or business, whether you're an architect, a loan officer, or an attorney, your services will not come cheap. You need to go above and beyond and show your clients the value you're providing to make sure that they end up with the best result. The more you do that, the more your clients are going to boast about you and appreciate you. If you ever find yourself feeling uncomfortable about what you're charging, it just might be because you are doing what every other professional in your field is doing. You're just doing the job and not creating amazing service. You need to be different. You need to be better. And that means in everything that you do. For example, Glenn Hoffman talks about how he deals with any of his clients who file an insurance claim. Most agents today will not take the risk of getting involved with the claim. They will give the client the 1-800 number and say, good luck. The client ends up going into some automated claim system and the agent never gets involved. We take the approach of it's easy to do the sale and collect a commission. But where we shine is the service that follows after the sale. We will get involved, circumvent the system, and put our reputation on the line to make sure that our product we sold our client is performing the way we promised it would. We're at the table with them all the way through the process. 
You want your clients to be so thrilled by your service that they are boasting about you even before they finish with whatever service you offer. So what is your fulfillment and delivery process? What are you doing to ensure that they are just wowed by your service? It doesn't matter if they are bigger clients than you've ever gotten or the smallest ones, whether the client signs a 10-year contract or is just a one-off. You want them to be wowed by their experience with you. In fact, everyone we interview for this book said the same thing. It doesn't matter how big or small your client is, you treat them as though they're the most important client you've got. I highly recommend the book from Joey Coleman, Never Lose a Customer Again. If you're wondering what amazing services would look like, here are some basic things to think about. One, what does the average person in your business or profession do and how can you do it better? Two, what systems and support do you need so nothing ever falls through the cracks? Three, how can you let your clients know all you are doing for them and understand the incredible value you bring? One strategy is to think about every phase of the interaction clients have with you. What can you do to make sure they feel supported and valued during each phase? For example, in my coaching business, when people first join, we send them a welcome package. It has a manual in it, a t-shirt, mouse pads, pen stickers, and more. We let them know how happy we are to have them. Then after one month, I personally call them to see how they are doing and give them encouragement. You would be amazed at how surprised they are to hear from me. Then at about month three, we send them a box of chocolates with a note that says, life is not like a box of chocolates. You were meant to be in our program. And then at month five, we send them a branded sweatshirt. We didn't do all these things in the beginning, but as the company evolved, we continue to do more and more to show our clients how much we care about them, not just before the sale, but after the sale. Be the Ritz, not Motel 6. If you've been in your business or profession for any length of time, you pretty much know what others in your profession do for their clients and for their customers. The question is not, what's the least I can do to be adequate, but what more can I do? How much more can I serve? Again, Glenn Hoffman of Discovery Bay Insurance Services is an awesome example of this, and he states, After hours, if a client has a catastrophic loss, they have my cell phone number and they can call me. I tell them, you can call me. You can call me at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be asleep, but the phone is in my nightstand next to my bed. I will listen to the voicemail, and if it's urgent, no matter what, I'll return your call. And I'll be in my car, and I'll come see you that night if you need me. This is not an empty promise. Glenn got a call the other night from a couple who had just moved into their dream house and they were new to the area. The client's dream house was on fire. Glenn threw on a baseball cap and drove over. The wife told him that everything they owned, including their wallet, were inside the house. They had absolutely nothing. I already had my team at home with laptops opening, filing claims and working with the adjusters. We had a check over to the clients the following morning, so they had money right away. Glenn also put them up in the in-law corners in his home that he had downstairs. I just couldn't see, he says, putting them in a hotel when I had the ability to put them up. They stayed until their home was rebuilt and we became lifelong friends. And that, folks, is going above and beyond. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you wanna learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Above and beyond service doesn't always have to look dramatic. My student Tracy Schmidt says, as a loan officer, you can play an important part in the negotiations. I don't know a lot of loan officers who do this, but when I have a buyer who submits an offer on a home and there's multiple offers on that home, I find it really important to call the listing agent. I introduce myself and I go through all the strengths of the client's profile. I take that extra step to help my client stand out versus other clients and get the home they want. Never hesitate to communicate. 
For most professions, it's important that your client gets ongoing communication. They need to know what you're doing for them and how it's progressing. Have you ever hired someone to do a job for you, and at some point in the process, they've just ghosted you? A friend of mine once hired an architect. She met with him, paid him a retainer, and then didn't hear a peep from him for three weeks. Finally, she tracked him down and asked what was going on. Oh, I had to put it aside for a rush job. I plan to get back to it and have it over to you in the next month. My friend wasn't in a big hurry, but it still upset her. She never used him again or referred him even though his work was decent. Honestly, I'd give many service professionals a C- when it comes to client communication. It's as if they think, hey, I know what I'm doing. They don't need to know about it. I've got it covered. Not good. Also, be mindful. Ask what type of communication they like best. Some clients prefer email, some like text, some phone calls. Try to communicate with them in the manner that they are more likely to respond and prefer. Make sure your client understands the process, whatever it is. To me, real estate is second nature, so it took me a while to understand that communicating isn't just telling my clients about the process. It's taking the time to make sure they understand. I talk fast, which is okay, but I need to learn to speak slowly enough so people can keep up with me. And I had to break it all down and explain the process like I did when I was teaching third grade. Not that my clients aren't smart, but they don't know what I know. After creating all the courses for my coaching business, I learned through further study that people learn better in small chunks. I ended up redoing my entire training to meet the needs of my students and tried to keep each training under seven minutes. We also realized that clients need more support and accountability, so we hired success coaches and accountability coaches. We added more trainings and more drop-in office hours. Yes, this cost me a lot of money, and honestly, at the time, the company wasn't ready financially to spend that kind of money, but we did it anyways. I knew it would pay off because a happy client is worth more than gold, and an unhappy client can cost you a fortune. Every profession has its lingo and its own way of doing things, and it changes constantly. For many professionals, clients deal with them infrequently or maybe only once. How often is someone going to come to you to handle their divorce? Hopefully not that often. How many times will they need you to design their landscape or coach their company through a merger? If I needed an electrician, I wouldn't have a clue about what that electrician needed to do. But if someone broke it down step by step, really took the time and articulated it so that I understood, I would be able to get it. And I would appreciate the time they took to explain it and definitely feel better than the bill they handed me at the end. I create videos for my clients to remind them of what's expected during every phase, whether it's in my coaching program or my real estate business because they forget what I've told them. We're often so caught up in doing our jobs, we forget what comes so easily to us isn't that easy for them. Often they will smile and nod, but once you walk out that door, the questions start following. They forget it or didn't quite understand the terminology. They are bombarded with a lot of information all at once. They feel a certain amount of anxiety about the entire process. Have you ever gone into a doctor's office where you've given a serious diagnosis of some kind? Even if it isn't life-threatening, your brain is so busy trying to absorb what it means your brain is so busy trying to absorb what it means to your life that you miss 80% of what the doctor tells you about it. If your doctor is good and breaks it down, you might think you understand, but as soon as you hit home and ask some questions about it, you realize you didn't really fully understand what the doctor said or what comes next. It's the exact same thing with clients. I recently went with one of my best friends who was diagnosed with breast cancer to appointments with her doctors. She was meeting with the medical team to find out what her options were. Her husband was with her, and she was beyond stressed and scared. It all happened so quickly. My friends are so both incredibly smart. My friend's husband is a teacher, and she is a director of human resources for one of the largest school districts. When we walked out of that meeting, both she and her husband had misunderstood most of what they were told. Though I was worried for my friend, my emotions weren't as heightened as theirs. I was on alert and knew I had to listen carefully and take notes. I was able to clarify what the doctors had said. 
When someone comes to you for a professional service, they do it because they don't know what you know or how you do what you do. They may never have been through this process before. They don't know what to expect from you, and this can be deadly. They have expectations, and they are totally unrealistic. Say someone comes to you for a chiropractic adjustment with the mistaken idea that this issue can be handled in just one session. Or someone comes to you to handle their bankruptcy thinking they just have you fill out some paperwork and it's all done. What if they think you'll be able to crank out the design for their dream house in two weeks and fit 4,000 square feet of space into an 1,800 square foot home? Or that a simple eye lift will make them look 40 years younger. These expectations are based on what they don't know. If you don't tell them off the bat what they can expect from you, they'll be not only impossible to deal with, but extremely unhappy at the end of the day. Think about your process and what your clients may or may not know. Maybe it's how expensive it will be, how much time it will take, or how much they'll need to participate. Maybe it has to do with terminology or results they can expect. Take the time to really put yourself in your client's shoes and remember what you didn't know before you knew all you know now. Remember back to what other clients have questions or misunderstood. Then figure out a way to present good information to them. Some professionals create written pieces to explain their process and what a client can expect. I've done videos because it adds the personal touch that everyone appreciates. In my real estate business, I actually send potential clients a series of short videos explaining each part of the process and what they can expect even before meeting with them. During the process, I send email videos to keep them informed of where we are in the process. It gives her book on divorce mediation, Divorce Made Easy to her clients. It gives them pointers not only to legal processes, but also emotional roller coaster that they can expect. Financial planner Carol Van Bruggen created a checklist for her clients who had a death in the family. Obviously, someone who has just lost a loved one is not in the best shape to take on information. So she laid out exactly what they needed to do and all the documents they needed to find. She put it in a step-by-step, easy-to-understand brochure that they can take home. Then she's available to answer any questions they may still have. You could write up something or create a PowerPoint presentation. You can present the information in person, but that takes a lot of time, and it's probably not the best use of your time. Hey, I hope you like what you're hearing. So right now you're actually listening to my book. We're giving you parts of our book each and every episode. So stay tuned for the next episode on Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday, where we release more parts of our book, Sell 100 Homes or the Ultimate Digital Marketing Playbook. Thanks for being here. Appreciate your time and stay tuned for more.